0: Hello and welcome back to the Detours in Music podcast. My name is Laura Ruppel and today's interview is with Louis Langrée, music director of the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra, music director of Mostly Mozart Festival in New York, and the director of Opera Comique in Paris, France. I hope you enjoy.
1: Hi Laura, I'm Louis langree I'm music director of the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra. Uh, music director of the mostly mozart festival at lincoln center in new york and also director du théâtre national de l'opéra comique in paris
0: and how long have you done each of those three things
1: oh the so let's start with the oldest which (laughs) is uh lincoln center it's my 21st year as music director, and also my final year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and uh, the the previous years, uh, actually for twenty three years, I'm spending all my uh, summers in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, this is uh, going to be the last one because the festival doesn't longer exist. Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra I music director since 2013 so more than uh, 10 years now mm-hmm. uh, and at the Opera Comic this is the most recent uh, I was named in uh, October uh, 2021 and uh, started there In uh, November 21.
0: How did all of your musical passions start as a child? How was that?
1: Well, my father was a musician, an organist, and a teacher of music, also of theory, of uh, counterpoint harmony. Mm -hmm. So there was no other option than starting studying music. Mm -hmm. This was something I would say I, I, there was no choice for, from me, Mm -hmm. but uh, luckily I didn't hate it enough in my childhood to, to give up. And now I'm, I'm very happy, uh, deeply happy to be a musician.
0: Did you start as a pianist?
1: I started studying the piano, yes, and then uh, flute also. I uh, worked at in several houses as a um, vocal coach and pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then little by little, I started conducting. And now uh, I can't imagine my life without music and without conducting
0: Mm -hmm. when you decided you would pursue it as a profession how was your choice of schooling or choice of jobs influenced
1: well i never formally uh, studied conducting Mm
2: -hmm.
1: was assistant i watched i um, did how i could Mm -hmm. but uh, i didn't have somebody who told me you know you should do this gesture and this and this which probably took me more time than to to be able to conduct but also it was not by imitation it was everything i i know now is by having experimented Mm -hmm. and uh like many other things i mean there is two sides there is a weakness but there is a strength also Mm -hmm. the and that's just wonderful
0: yeah you're conducting and maybe even your positions now in leadership have all been very kind of organic and natural and not so strategic as you know, planning for something specific to happen?
1: I never had a strategy uh, of a career uh, in my life at mm-hmm. all. Actually, the only time I applied in my life was uh, at uh, the Opera Comique. Mm-hmm. But even if on some other places, I was dreaming that I would been asked... But mm-hmm. I was not the one who said, I really would like to come here. Please mm-hmm. consider me. <laughs> uh, of course, in Cincinnati and at Lincoln Center, I I was dreaming uh, that they would ask me. But uh, yeah, it's not a strategy. Actually, I came. Why did I come to Cincinnati? I was first invited as a guest conductor. And then I thought, wow. I love this orchestra. I love this music making. I love this city. I love this community.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it was a very natural way to to come and not, you know, having a strategy. And it's the same with Lincoln Center. Mm-hmm. I have been uh, coming for three seasons as a guest. And uh, then... Uh, when they needed a new music director i was there they asked me and i was thrilled and i'm still thrilled 21 years after
0: how have you been able to maintain all these different locations all the repertoire all the different people you have to remember and i'm just yeah it's very impressive
1: between Lincoln Center and uh, the, the CSO, or before when I was at the Orchestre Philharmonique Royale de Liège in Belgium, mm. um, or I was also chef dirigent with the Camerata Salzburg. But this was during the year, uh, mostly Mozart festival is only uh, during the summer, so the, there was no conflict. Yeah. Of schedules. Schedules. Now with the uh, opera comic, it's much uh, harder
2: mm-hmm.
1: for the you know organizing uh, uh, schedules because uh, we are not in the same time zone, and because being director of the opera comic is a full time job, so it requires every day
2: mm-hmm.
1: attention and decisions. Uh, to take even if uh, uh Mr macron the president of uh, France told me that if I would be the candidate that he would be that he would chose he encouraged me to continue conducting mm-hmm. uh, because um, because it's because I am a musician that. Right. I'm I'm here. I'm there, but certainly it's much more uh, heavy to have the two uh, together. But I still have one season in Cincinnati. Yes, and uh, and uh, I hope that even after that season, I will come uh, back uh, on a regular basis because it has been a wonderful chapter of my life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: would you say that moving your family to the states was a bigger transition or would you say going in back to paris and having this job kind of as an administrator which which transition do you feel like was harder
1: well it's very different as you said mm-hmm. i came to cincinnati with my family which meant that my kids I have two children uh, and they were teenagers uh, at the time. So they went to a wonderful uh, high school, the Walnut Hills uh, High School in in Cincinnati, which is a a public school, but a magnet school and just fantastic. But it was hard for them to leave Paris, to leave their friends. Mm of course, uh, and it was inventing a new life. Um, but it also gave me the opportunity to see my children m- much more, because mm-hmm. uh, as I was most of the time in uh, in Cincinnati with them,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then they went to college, uh, university, so. Uh, then in Paris it's much different because uh, it's it's a different kind of job. I mean the primer uh, or the how can I say the number of hours you dedicate every day is much more on uh, administrative uh, decision and uh, yeah to be able no uh, administrative decision so the the house could run i mean every team mm-hmm. uh, in the technical crew in the all the stagehands uh, the i don't know costume makers etc cetera, etc cetera, mm-hmm. could work and then also uh, uh, for the administration uh, i'm conducting one production a year So six performances, which is not a lot, Mm -hmm. but I didn't go there to conduct. I I went there to have a larger view, larger input than Mm -hmm. just an artistic one.
0: Right. Do you think you've always been someone who's interested in kind of the bigger picture? I know in Cincinnati, you always have things to say about, you know, our presence on social media or our our ticket sales or um, how the building is. And have you always been someone who thinks about things other than just what's on the, on the score for that week?
1: Yes, because I mean, be a musician is not uh, living on an ivory tower mm-hmm. uh, and just dreaming it's um, there is a very pragmatic Mm -hmm. side uh, of it and uh, having been music director for decades now with various orchestras you know that uh, you have to create the conditions for the musicians to feel to feel well Mm -hmm. Uh, but you have to challenge them also in the same time so then having worked For almost 40 years uh, in opera houses, Um, I I wanted to have, yes, a larger responsibility and view. You know, sometimes as music director, you question, oh, why did the general manager take this decision? This is so wrong. And actually you realize, now I realize it was not wrong at all. Mm -hmm. But of course, from the angle you see it, it feels wrong. But when you are in the center of it, Mm -hmm. it's totally different. And and sometimes I feel, well, actually, yes, the way I think, the way I view the things is, are valid so let's do it
0: Mm -hmm. what are some of the things you think have evolved in a positive way during your time in cincinnati
1: well certainly i mean there are various things Mm -hmm. The, the relationship with the patrons the donors the music community is something very important here, mm-hmm. and I'm, uh, I'm deeply thankful uh, that I have been allowed to cultivate this relationship. Then uh, another part is when I arrived in Cincinnati I remember one thing which actually many conductors noted noticed. Mm-hmm. As well, was the overall age of um, of the musicians, mm-hmm. and then it means that the they had to be a natural renewal of mm-hmm. the personnel, and uh, we had numerous auditions for uh, strategic positions. Mm-hmm. Most, most important being the concert master. Right, but also uh, I mean half of the woodwind uh, principles, important brass uh, player, yeah, principal trumpet now, which is going to come, mm-hmm. and bass trombone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hired the tuba also, uh, and uh, these are really strategic uh, position uh, positions, and. Um, also, um, yeah, a lot in the in the strings from the bass section, mm-hmm. double bass to the to the first violins. Also in the percussion, and uh, of course, you can then influence maybe more the the music making, right? And uh, and I'm glad that actually these new musicians in the same time bring fresh blood, you know, new energy Mm -hmm. uh, to the, to the orchestra, but also inspired to blend into the orchestral sound. So the tradition of this orchestra is very important. The, to speak in the mother language the musical mother language of the orchestra is crucial and certainly the the dna of this orchestra is very very important so the balance i think is just wonderful between what you have to bring to the to the group and also how to have to immerse yourself and be a part of it
0: right Right. You've hired over a third of the musicians in the orchestra now.
1: Wow, that's a lot.
0: That is a lot. You're also someone who is very interested in the history of the Cincinnati Symphony and pieces and just knowing the context. Um, Why do you think information like that is important to look into?
1: Oh, it's not important, it's essential. Mm -hmm uh not because i love history it's not on that it's to first to continue the history you know i i hate when some leaders not only in music huh, mm-hmm. feel that the, the history of the country or uh, company will start with them mm-hmm. how pretentious
2: mm-hmm. but
1: if you go on the shoulders of your predecessors mm-hmm uh then you see further right. you're,
0: higher. you're higher up
1: <laughs> exactly and uh so it's not because I love history mm-hmm. uh, it's it's because the history influences and inspires mm-hmm. us um you know to to well just Yesterday, mm-hmm. we performed the uh, SanS Symphony uh, number three. Now it's part of the big repertoire. Mm-hmm. But when it was p- first performed in Cincinnati it was just two years after it had been premiered. Right. The, the the history of the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra is full of these U.S premieres, uh, uh, pieces by Richard Strauss, by Gustav Mahler, by Bartók, mm-hmm. by etc. Scriabin. So I think uh, it's important to still continue to keep the flame alive, mm-hmm. and vibrant. Uh, I'm speaking about US premieres, but also uh, world premieres, pieces by Aaron Copland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Recently, uh, Christopher Rouse, uh, uh, Matthias Pincher, etc., etc. There
2: are
1: many, many, uh, many, many premieres, world premieres, U.S. premieres, and Cincinnati premieres. And it's not only premieres. Actually, I was glad that with some pieces that we premiered, we then played them back or uh mm-hmm. some pieces which had premieres decades ago
2: mm-hmm.
1: i'm thinking of, about uh, for instance you have the right to remain silent uh, by uh, Anthony davis uh or uh, homunculus uh, uh by uh, julia perry mm-hmm. thank to the covid
2: mm-hmm.
1: these pieces were not uh, premieres but we brought them back. And for instance, you have the right to remain silent. Mm-hmm. Now the New York Philharmonic uh, programmed it. The Boston Symphony uh, programs it. So the piece exists again mm-hmm. after like the, the, you know, the Sleeping Beauty.
2: Right. Right. Uh, there
1: are so many pieces which have a world premiere and mm-hmm. then that's it and to have a real life it needs to be performed by various orchestras various conductors uh, or instrumental pieces uh, any performers and in front of various audiences mm-hmm. and the piece really exists and uh, that's very important
0: right i always appreciate hearing you talk about the reasons why the past is important and, and informs the present Um, Because I think with music history, you know, like you mentioned the other day, the Saint-Saëns-3, we played it in 1888, and it was a new piece. We're still continuing. (laughs) We're living in the history. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And this is, yeah, this is very important, certainly. Mm
0: -hmm. Have you had a piece that you've played or worked on that you think was really outside of your comfort zone?
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) Any any piece is out of your comfort comfort zone. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, There is no easy piece, even easy music to to listen, I mean, Mm -hmm. to conduct it, to perform it. Yeah, of course, uh, now uh, uh, a symphony that I would conduct for the 20th or 30th time Mm -hmm. feel less dangerous than the piece I'm doing for the first time but still still you um, probably this feeling of being challenged is very fruitful, very fertile Mm -hmm. uh, and is part of the life of a performer
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but uh, there are famous difficult pieces to conduct, uh, I don't know, the Rite of Spring, uh, even now, especially yeah. in this country. I mean, any any conductor, student uh, would do that uh, without, uh, without effort,
2: mm-hmm.
1: not any. But uh, yeah, there is never a comfort zone. And thank God, mm-hmm. otherwise, otherwise there wouldn't be any pressure
0: Right, right.
1: But uh, just this week's uh, uh, this week's program mm-hmm. with American music. I mean, I'm a French conductor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love American music, um, but um, it will be performed by an American orchestra. So, mm-hmm. what will I give to them? Probably I will, because, you know, it's probably because I'm not American that I can, that I can feel what's deeply American in it. Right. Like you know, I'm, now that I'm head of the opera comique, looking back to the history of music, I mean, who created and made the French opera, especially mm-hmm. the Tragedy lyrique? so identifiable it's Mm -hmm. Lully and Lully was not French he was Italian of course and he was fascinated by the French declamation maybe Mm -hmm. because it was new to him and then who make this big reform Mm -hmm. uh, of French opera in the in the 18th century it's Mm Gluck and was not French right because he was not French, probably, he understood more.
0: Right, the, right. Uh,
1: and then, Like the New
0: World Symphony is Dvorak.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then Meyerbeer, and then uh, for opera, French operetta, it's Offenbach. Mm-hmm. There are all the important people in the transformation of the French music are non-French. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Maybe I will uh, add something that they they uh, they didn't see or expect, or it, it's so natural that you don't pay attention anymore mm-hmm. um, but certainly it's challenging for me, and it's I mean, when I say challenging, it's mm-hmm. exciting also. Yes. so I'm, yes. I'm I'm eager to start the rehearsals and uh, then uh, to conduct the last performances of our CSO season.
0: Yes, yes. Kind of an unrelated question. You are very known for your kind demeanor and your ease of talking to people. And I'm just curious if you have thoughts on that.
1: You know, conductors are real persons also. I know there are several fantasies about our lives or, I mean, it's a very monastery uh, life. Mm -hmm. Uh, You, and very busy life, you have to program, learn score, Mm -hmm. prepare rehearsals, rehearse, travel, Uh, be sure that your laundry will be uh, ready for the concert Mm -hmm. (laughs) very very uh, non-important things and very important things most of the time urgent things Mm -hmm. so there is uh, no time for uh, imagine that conductors are drinking champagne uh, uh, and uh, spending their time in limos and in super uh, luxury uh, hotels. Mm-hmm. But I remember after the Met, after a Met performance, it was my debut with the Eugene Onegin. I lived downtown uh, Manhattan for mm-hmm. the easiest and the quick, quickest way to go uh, from uh, 66th Street. Uh, until um, you know, to the, to the twen- uh, 20th uh, street was to take the subway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And after a performance, there was somebody in front of me, you know, facing me suddenly, realizing that I was the conductor. And he told me, but I'm sorry, you're not supposed to be here. Like you're not supposed to, to be with us because you break our dreams or whatever <laughs> well i'm sorry this is but, real life <laughs> yeah conductors also have a real life and they need to fill the fridge mm-hmm. and they need to etc etc mm-hmm. so i'm am i specially accessible i don't know if there is an anomaly somewhere it's not mm-hmm. me
0: as a kid growing up and maybe still now what was something you were really interested in that was outside of music
1: it's hard to say because um, music is not a job music you know i Music is the way of expression. So I don't feel that I'm a professional musician. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I'm a professional conductor, yes. But Mm -hmm. I I breathe through music. Mm -hmm. uh, Music is part of my life. Music is part of me. Mm -hmm. As soon as you, you experience a... You learn the wonderful news i mean you're in c major or in d major mm-hmm. if you suddenly have a terrible news then you 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 live with in a, in a seventh diminished chords with the tritones and mm-hmm. a, this. so it's not music and then something else next to it everything okay. is music everything mm-hmm. is vibration so, music is that, or music is also the the emotion created by this vibration. Well, mm-hmm. not only emotion; it's this balance between sensitivity and sensibility, which is very important. Too often, we just want to be moved, moved, moved. I mean, of right. course, needs to be. We need to be moved, but it also gives a. Elevation, a structure, a density, uh, which are super important.
0: Right. So you just live within this world. Yes. All the time. Yeah.
1: And it's a wonderful world.
0: (laughs) Musicians who are taking auditions for orchestras now, what is some advice you have maybe for them in that process?
1: Be yourself. Show your artistry you know the level the general level of musicians have increased is right now I think there are not great musicians uh, hired by uh, you know the big five uh, orchestras or whatever I think the there is this general level which is so high now
2: mm-hmm. so
1: how to take rather uh, the candidate number twenty-four versus the candidate uh, number eighty-nine, it's just by by showing your personality, mm-hmm. and uh, you know during our auditions uh, with the CSO, I. Uh, almost always ask the candidates, you know, to change shape, phrasing a color, a vibrato, Mm -hmm. um, a tempo, a style, etc., etc. Just to see their, not only their imagination, but their ability to immediately change something. Imagine, Mm -hmm. so you are an oboe player. Imagine you, you play a phrase which is uh, um, a lost aria from the St. Matthew Passion. Mm-hmm. With my, I don't know, my, my heart uh, is bleeding, etc. And mm-hmm. then you will play the same, the same uh, phrase, exactly the same, like it would be an introduction to uh, Don Giovanni yeah uh, uh opera seducing etc and then you play exactly the same phrase the same notes mm-hmm. but imagine that it is a desperation uh, theme from a Tchaikovsky piece mm-hmm. and then uh, that it could be Ravel or so uh i think this reveals the palette of colors the courage of the candidates and their imagination right. and we we want that you know i think too often in this country people are so afraid to do wrong that they forget that to they do should, <laughs> to do something to do right to oh i i don't dare to do that i don't want to to be judged if they don't like it. Well, if they don't like it, it's better at least that you have showed who you are
2: mm-hmm.
1: rather than being somebody who just wants to fit. Yes, you have to, You every winner of an audition has to fit in the orchestra, but they also have to bring something new. Otherwise, what would be the point to hire, to have hired them? Right, Music making is much more than just playing right the notes or the notes right. Mm -hmm. Of course, it starts with that. But Mm -hmm. then what should we do with these notes? Mm -hmm. Well, we should do music.
0: Yeah. Being an active participant in what you're playing and bringing life into it versus, yeah, like you said, just playing the right notes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm
0: Mm-hmm what are some of your ambitions kind of moving forward right now
1: well my ambition now that i'm a director of the opera Comique in paris Mm -hmm. is uh, to have a successful tenure you know there are not many conductors who are general managers it's very challenging it's very demanding especially now i would say in this post covid mm-hmm. uh, period where uh, the inflation the therefore the rise of the salaries and uh, in france at least or in europe uh, the consequences of the war in ukraine right uh i I need to prove that it's okay to be a conductor and uh, a general manager or mm-hmm. director. Uh, I will conduct much less. I won't conduct any more opera elsewhere than opera comique, mm-hmm. unless there is a connection with uh, okay. the with, with the opera comique. I was so fortunate. In my life, having been music director of uh, chamber orchestras, uh, symphony orchestras, uh, festivals, opera houses, and now not anymore music director, but general director, Mm -hmm. uh, I want to give every chance that it will be a, a very successful and happy voyage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That mm-hmm. the ship will arrive safely, yes, and, and it's it's exciting. Mm-hmm. But what a privilege!
0: How do you balance life across continents?
1: Well, you you need to have a resistance to the stress, <laughs> and uh, being able to rehearse and perform with a jet lag <laughs> and uh, and actually few hours of sleeping mm-hmm. uh, because when I'm in Cincinnati, sometimes my, my days start very, very early because I'm in Zoom meetings with the Opera Comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not in holidays from them. I'm not away from them. Right. Uh, the, there are many many questions which only the general director can give mm-hmm. um, you can say well wait in in 10 days i come back no you have to give an, an answer today
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, um and then it depends which jet lag you know i had which some, way is worse <laughs> well my worst was uh, going to australia from okay. From Europe, and uh, after a few days, I, st- I was still completely uh, upside down, yeah. uh, and uh, that was that was quite hard. Uh, between uh, the US and Europe, now it's it's quite. Uh, it's okay. I'm, yes, I'm used to it. Only six hours, and uh, and a short flight. It's. Mm-hmm. It's long when you look at it. Well, when you look, oh my God, eight hours. But actually when you study scores, you know, s- suddenly you're, you, you're you passing your seatbelts because you have, you, you're you arri- arriving <laughs> and you wish you would have a f- four more hours to, to prepare uh, the the next days with rehearsals.
0: What do you feel like? is relieving your stress right now
1: well spending time with friends you know the the dinner we had together Mm -hmm. yesterday Mm -hmm. with friends from different ages different uh, positions Mm -hmm. different background uh, different cultures different uh, interests but together with uh, having a very important role uh, with the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra is Mm -hmm. a wonderful and friendly and happy and joyous way to release stress. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't know, walking, walking Mm -hmm. in the nature.
0: Every time you return, people are so happy to see you and so thrilled that they still can continue a relationship with you and move into the future as your role changes so
1: me too Mm -hmm. me too it's you know i think the 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 success of our relationship is that everybody brought what they had to to bring Mm -hmm. uh and shared and grew with uh, thanks to the others right it's not the music director who is this deus ex machina and uh and who would be the providential person not at all this is ridiculous fantasies Mm -hmm. but i think i have added some colors or flexibility and and uh, I don't know it's probably not to me to say uh, it's not my role to say what I have brought but the orchestra has evolved has changed Mm -hmm. and uh, but they also have made me a better conductor for sure Mm -hmm. and um, the relationship with the the patrons I mean just when you look how wonderful and they were so dedicated so caring for the orchestra during the pandemic mm-hmm. that's something beautiful I will right. never forget that
0: right we were the first orchestra that year in, in the U.S. to pr- continue performing correct yes mm-hmm.
1: yes within impossible conditions with so much distance and masks and uh, plexiglass between wind instruments because of course they couldn't play with masks Mm -hmm. but it was it was kind of mission impossible Mm -hmm. and we made it possible so that's just wonderful that's a great subject of pride of shared pride Mm
0: -hmm. and it's a good thing to remember moving into the future because we never know what obstacle could come up and then, you know, we've made it through <laughs> a lot of obstacles, so.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you, Laura.
0: I hope you all enjoyed listening to that interview with Louis. I, in my work at the Cincinnati Symphony, work under Louis as his assistant, and I can't imagine a better person or mentor to learn from, to observe, and to No, he is such a kind and wonderful person. As he mentioned, encapsulated by music, music is his life, it's how he thinks. And I've just had such a pleasure to work for him and work with him on his remaining seasons at the Cincinnati Symphony. As always, thank you for listening and be sure to listen to our next episode.